All right, all right, all right. Everybody having a good time tonight? All right. So the next artist I'm going to bring to the stage, she's a new artist. Her name is Miss Terry Nikki. Everybody give it up for Terry Nikki. Oh, thank y'all. Hey, oh, I'm so nervous. Let me fix this mic. Um, <clears throat> track three, when you're ready, track three. <clears throat> la, can you hear me? Okay. La, la, la. Okay. No. This is a song for you, my mental. Convincing me against everything I'm into Officially sick of this critic internally When I see nothing but prosperity missing me I'm sick in need of a second opinion Cause my mind is against me like a mental religion Preaching cynical judgment, pessimistic, inconsiderate I just need help to silence this inner critic I, I wasn't done I, I was just taking a breath, don't roll the intro I know that I'm not the only one going through this I am a dreamer I dream, I have vision when I close my eyes, you can just only imagine the certain things just populating me. I got billions of dollars floating around in my mind. But the thing is, I, I'm tired of dreaming. So to my dreamers, are you making moves towards your dreams? If not, then what are you waiting on? What is really stopping you from moving towards the dream? Let's talk about it. Oh my goodness, y'all. That feels so good. I have not done spoken word in so long. Not since college, I don't think, honestly. So that really felt good. I need to start waking my pen back up. Dust that thing off. But anyway... Welcome back to Thoughts of a Dreamer with me, Terry Nikki. For those of you who are new, hey y'all, Thoughts of a Dreamer is a podcast that's specifically designed and dedicated to and for individuals and creatives and dreamers who feel as though they just can't get to the next level. So I'm here. Let's talk it out a bit. Talk out some of those mental hurdles or roadblocks you may be experiencing so that you can achieve and live out your dreams. So welcome. Last week, I talked about the inner critic. You know, that voice in your head that judges you whenever something new comes in and tells you, nah, you can't do that. Mm -mm. But see, that inner critic, it promotes hesitancy. It makes you feel judged. Sometimes anxiety, anxious, depression, procrastination, stagnancy. It's that voice that keeps you from doing what it is you really want to do because it tells you you can't. It convinces you that you can't. But in my last episode, I wanted to let you guys know that you are not the only ones with this inner critic. As a matter of fact, every last one of us has it. I wish somebody would have told me because I was sitting here walking around like a little zombie thinking I'm the only person that couldn't do anything. See, I wasn't a little engine that could. I was a little engine that couldn't because my mind was telling me you couldn't. And I thought it was just me. Everybody else out here achieving my mind telling me I can't. So I guess I can't. But. That inner critic is a choice. You don't have to listen to it. But see, I really wanted to get into this week how we can minimize that inner critic because I genuinely do not feel as though you can silence it. We will always have the voices in our minds telling us we can't. But it's a choice whether we believe it or not. So before I get into how we can minimize it, I wanted to introduce another article to you that I ran into and the title honestly got me. So this article was written by Karen Dempsey and the title is called How to Diminish the Power of Your Inner Critic. And when I read Power of Your Inner Critic, yo, that, that kind of hit me a little bit because I'm thinking to myself, power? 
The inner critic has power over you? Absolutely. Because as I read the article, there was a point inside of it that gave little tidbits or little attributes of when your inner critic has power over you. So if your your voice is something that is constantly on repeat and it's the only thing that you hear, you may not even know that that is this is your inner critic and that this is a choice. So listen to these attributes and see if this sounds familiar to you. All right. When the inner critic has power over you, you may find that you. Number one, doubt yourself looking externally for validation and never really receiving it. How many times did you reach out to somebody to give you a second opinion on something that you thought was a good idea, but your mind told you that it wasn't? You reached out to somebody and normally it's somebody that you actually know, love and trust. And nine times out of 10, you probably reached out to them before multiple times and they're tired of giving you this support that you really don't back up. So therefore they're just like sound somewhere and you never get that external validation. So your dream dies. Okay. Number two, procrastinate. Leaving projects unstarted and or unfinished. Analysis paralysis. I don't know if I should. I don't think I can. It may not be perfect. You know what? I'm not going to do it. Maybe I should. What's the point? I'm not going to do it. Number three, keep yourself small for fear that any effort will be useless anyway. For what? (laughs) Not going to do it. Ain't no need me doing this. It ain't going to go nowhere. For what? Hmm. Number four, you are obsessed with the issue you were criticized for in the first place. Someone criticized you and told you you were lazy because you love to play video games. So why would you start a video game channel? Why would you be a gamer and make money? Why would you do that? Makes no sense. You're lazy. Somebody called you fat. I've been fat. All my life, why would I be a model? I'm not pretty enough to be a model. Why would I do it anyway? I'm fat. Nobody would look at me. See, when your mind continuously gives you this attribute and you make that attribute a part of your core, then it's hard for you to detach yourself from the choice because you've made it your reality. All right, let me keep going. Number five, you are driven to show the inner critic wrong, working harder and longer to prove yourself but not succeeding. Hmm. Sounds like the toxicity of strength to me. All right. Number six, at heart, you believe you are unlovable. I know a lot of people out there feel as though that they're unlovable. Okay. Number seven, become critical of yourself, picking fault in the efforts and behavior of others. Hmm. Do y'all know the dynamic between mothers and daughters? Do you know the dynamic between friendships and women? When I tell you women tear down women so much, it's like a pit of knives sometimes when you're dealing with a group of women, when you're dealing with judgment, hurt people, hurt people. So if somebody's continuously telling you that you're fat, hmm, might as well repay the favor and tell Joe Schmo over here, hey, you look like the Michelin man. They tell me I'm fat. You fat too. You fatter than me. Hmm. Next, identify with the inner critic, believing that it is a core part of your personality. Once again, 
when you hear objections, when you hear judgments for so long, I can't, I can't, I can't, you are, you are, you are, then that's what you become. You adopt it, you embrace it, and you live that way. And you got to unlearn that thing. And so when I was sitting there reading this article, I'm going to be honest with you, that thing just kind of just mollywhopped me in the face, like get me a one-two combo, like a two-piece and a biscuit across my face. Because I was like, yo, my inner critic absolutely had power over me. At a point in my life, my inner critic was all I heard. And I moved within that sphere of doubt. And hesitancy. And it's no wonder why I felt stuck. It's no wonder why I felt I couldn't go anywhere. I didn't do anything. I didn't achieve the things I wanted to achieve because I was too busy listening to the inner critic. Too busy listening. So what can we do? What can we do to minimize this inner critic? Because like I said, I don't think it'll ever go away. Number one, I told y'all last week, I gave y'all homework. And it is the first step you need to do in order to minimize the inner critic. Learn that thing. What is it? What does it sound like to you? What triggers it? What makes it loud? What is the thing that triggers that inner critic for you? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? Understanding what it is because the idea, especially of therapy, is if you know better, you'll do better. I know it's easier said than done, but if you can hear this voice and understand that this is the critic that's coming in and telling me that I can't, then you can number two, separate yourself from it. Know that this is the voice telling me I can't. This is me. That is the voice. I can choose to listen to the voice. I can choose to ignore the voice. Separate yourself, have a clear division of what that voice is and what you can actually do. Great way for you to understand that this is a choice and I don't have to follow you. Now with doing that, you're going to have to unlearn a lot of things. You're going to have to see yourself for who you are. You're going to have to learn to see yourself for who you really are. Genuinely, truly. And be kind to yourself. Show yourself some love. Show yourself some grace. If you look at yourself and you're a little fluffy, so what? Learn to love yourself fluffy. Love to learn your hair short. Learn to love your stretch marks. Learn to love the fact that you would rather work smarter than harder. Learn to love the fact that you don't have to fit in that box. Learn to love the fact that you're different. Show yourself some grace. Show yourself some mercy. Be kind to yourself. Okay. Now, this is going to rock everything that I just said. So let me start off with this. Remember last week when I talk about your mother and the outer critic and how your mom comes in and she is telling you these things because she's worried about you and she just really wants to keep you safe. Well, see, sometimes your inner critic isn't wrong. Sometimes your inner critic is like your mother. And your inner critic is like, maybe we don't need to do this. Maybe this is not a good situation. Maybe this is, you know. So this is why I feel as though your inner critic will never go away. And honestly, you don't want it to. 
You have to learn how to separate when it's being demeaning. You have to understand when it is belittling you, when you're feeling judged, when you're feeling this, that, and the other versus when it's keeping you safe. So that's when you separate yourself and understand or build a different relationship with your inner critic. You can have the hater that's being the critic or you can have the nurturer that's being the critic. That's like, this ain't no good situation, bro. Sis, hey, mm, you might want to leave him alone. He ain't good for us. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So even though that voice is there and a lot of times it's telling you no, it's telling you no because it's not programmed to do a lot of things. And once you show it that you can do, that voice will start or that voice will minimize in certain areas. But it will never go away because it will keep us safe. You know, that's where your intuition kicks in. That's where some of your gut instinct kicks in. Like, yo, hey, you might want to get up out of it. So to recap, we have an inner critic, a voice that... Honestly, sometimes it's bad for us. It judges us. It belittles us. It demeans us. It halts us. It makes us procrastinate. It makes us feel like we can't do something. And if we continue to listen to it, that being our only voice, then we may not move on a dream that we feel as though we need to move on. So what do we do to minimize that inner critic? Number one, recognize what it is. Recognize the triggers. Recognize what it does. Recognize how it makes you feel. Number two, separate yourself from it. Clear division. I am me. That is the voice. Number three, show yourself some grace. You are not everything that your inner critic tells you are. You are not everything that those outer critics say that you are. And number four, you have the choice to listen to that inner critic. You can listen to it, but you choose to believe it or not. It's your choice. It's your decision. You're smart. You know what to do. If this is not a safe situation, you may need to side with that inner critic and get your tail up out of there. But if your inner critic is looking at you, telling you you look like the Michelin man and you don't need to go out here modeling nowhere, <laughs> then you might want to reconsider listening to it. You feel me? All in all, I just want you guys to understand that we're going to have these thoughts that are against us. And it's up to you to decide whether you want to listen to it or not. You do have that option. You do have that right. And you should utilize it to the best of your ability. I'm going to hit on another topic that I just, it's been hidden on me real hard and I want to revisit it. And I want to talk about support and I want to talk about support from the outside. That second opinion. Cause I think, I think we got it all wrong. So I'll see you guys next week.